hi guys so if you've had this joke before just leave please just give me a minute to shine <laughs> so what do you think the person who created the knock knock jokes got a nobel peace prize a nobel peace prize get it no bell knock knock no all right <laughs> consider this a long phone call a long phone call yes with me where you don't have to talk so you're not even using energy i'm doing it all for you oh damn what's up how you doing how you be it's so nice to be here wow it's been so long guys if you haven't checked up on me by the way i don't know what we're doing in each other's lives i really don't but anyway after three weeks we're here again i hope you're good it's tuesday with shiru tuesday talks tuesday table whatever you want to call it it is to you what it is to you so today i want to share a short devotion you probably known what it's about if you got this link through whatsapp because there was like a short devotion down there about it and so i'm just going to be sharing my my thoughts about that verse which is first those verses first thessalonians 4 from verse 3 which says it is god's will that you should be sanctified that you should avoid sexual immorality that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable not in passionate lust like the heathens who do not know God, and that in this matter no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will punish men for all such sins, as we have already told you and warned you. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore he who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. So to just, just want to talk about that part for controlling your body. And when I thought about this, I thought about, of course, this is in terms of sexual immorality, but also the many times where we feel we have no control over what our body does. And I feel like that's such a great deception of I guess, the enemy to, to make us feel like there's no other option around things. Like it's almost as if something's unnatural. It's natural for me um, to feel hungry when I go a day without food. So how do you expect me? fast it's natural for me um to act out in anger when someone talks to me like this it's natural for me to be bitter because this person treated me like this and i want to think in that uh, moment of bitterness and sometimes when someone offers you an option actually even maybe from god's word it feels so generic and so you know it's like those are good things but i really have no control over what i'm feeling and this reminded me of an incident um i was to share actually about part of my campus experience but didn't so anyway to the involved parties you can step out also of the room <laughs> so i remember when i was in fourth year and this was my first semester in fourth year and i was staying in school and these certain days our people in my room were always chilling playing music and this day we went past 10 and so for some reason maybe because we were a bit loud the janitors came and knocked and found these guys in my room and were like you know it's past 10 what are you guys doing here nini nini called us in to write a statement um because it's campus you know there's the whole thing about you shouldn't write statements it's going to get into trouble so me i took the advice of the masses <laughs> and we refused to 
to write the statements. So apparently one of us was caught in another problem. Then he was told, if you want to get out of this problem, you have to answer for that other problem. So you have to write a statement. So he finally wrote a statement. So we all got into trouble. We had to write statements and we had to go before a disciplinary committee in school. Now, I remember this whole time thinking, hey, um, the best way as a Christian to handle this situation would be to tell the truth. If I get into trouble, I get into trouble because I did what was wrong. I had people in my room past 10. But we con concorded. Is it con con we sat down, contorted, concorded. I don't know. We wrote a lie. And we wrote a lie. Like we wrote, this This is not what happened. This person was sick. These drugs were coming in for this person who was sick at night. And this is what happened. And I remember at that time feeling, there's no way I'm going to get out of this situation if I tell the truth. They'll kick me out. I'll get expelled out of the school rooms. And this is the only way out. And I remember till the last day before the disciplinary committee, us going, giving different stories. Um, worst of all, like we gave different stories even after agreeing to one story that was a lie. And I remember feeling so bad after that, not because I finally actually got kicked out of rooms, of the rooms in school, but also because I just didn't keep my faith at that moment. Because, And I, I just wondered what, what is it I have always stood for. If in this moment, I cannot be able to tell the truth. But at that moment, it felt out of my control, which is what I'm trying to talk about today. Um, in those moments when we feel, I really have to do this. Like there's no way out, you know, um, and I have no control over what I feel and what I have to do. And that's a big thing. I mean, bribing is a big thing. Lust could be a big thing, but it goes down even to the very little things um, that have mastered us over time. And have become beyond our control and we don't even want to admit it. But when we are told to refrain from such things, you realize, oh yeah, I actually have a problem with this. When someone tries to tell you, you know, just go a day without shouting at someone. Or just go a day without food. Or just go a day without this. And you start thinking, I really can't do that. And here we are being told, um, each of you should learn, verse 4, to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable. And it's interesting that we are not left to our own devices because it says first it's God's will for us to be sanctified, for us to be better, for us to be made whole. It is first God's will. And so he's working in us to do what he requires of us um, because we have been called to holy lives. And it's really interesting that at that moment it doesn't feel like that. When you're sinning, it's like cool. When you're acting out, when you're just moving along with what your body wants, um, it seems cool, but you're actually going against what God has said. Um, because in verse 8 it says, Therefore he who rejects this instruction does not reject man but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. And it's just interesting to realize that. And it could be even with the little things I was talking about. Like sometimes we just sink into self-pity and we feel it's validated because something has happened to me in my life that allows me to feel like I am worthless and I should be afraid and I should be anxious. When God has commanded us in his word, do not be afraid, do not be anxious, be strong and courageous, all these commands over our emotions. To mean we can actually control how we feel and we can learn to control that. In those moments when we are really brought down, we can do our best to come out of that feeling. Of course, reaching out to Christ who has already taken hold of us, of these things we are trying to take hold of. Um, and just praying for God to grant us that strength over and over again because we have already received freedom freedom of our desires sinful desires um freedom of our lust freedom of our this self-pity freedom of our the urge to bribe 
freedom from the inclination to despise trials and sufferings as part of our work. We can have control. We can learn to control our bodies. We ought to learn to control our bodies and we must learn. You know, we cannot have these things masters and keep us from living the holy lives we are called to. And hopefully then after our life is through, because also, you know, we are doing this looking to people who have walked the road before before us and we are looking to what how they lived and how how well they worked this work of faith and hopefully even for us after we are done with this world it would be possible for other people to read about our stories to hear about our stories and be encouraged to live faithfully and to live holy lives um and yeah that's what i've been thinking about that god would grant us the ability to believe and not just to believe this truth But to remember it when sin's deception keeps shouting over us that resistance is an impossible feat. You know, you just can't. You just can't control how you feel. You have to act on it. You know, if somebody has just made you angry, you have to act on that anger. If somebody gave you a broken cup, you have to tell them that it's my right to get a good cup in a hotel, you know. And in those moments, listening to the voice of God and maybe he, him coming us down and telling us, yo, don't answer that guy like that, can't feel like, you know, that's not fair. That's not fair because in this moment, how I feel is validated. And yeah, so would God help us, you know, to be able to realize that we have power over sin. Um, that when he resurrected, that power that overcame death lives in us. And so we can be able to overcome sin because of what was done for us at the cross. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Please feel free to go through first Thessalonians 4 and tell me what you got um and oh just to remember like I think one of my greatest hope even as we strive to live a holy life is that there is one day when Christ shall come again and we shall have new bodies that are not mastered by sin that do not feel the urge to sin and it will be a glorious moment but until that day we fight on and of course this kind of life is going to warrant some kind of hardships some kind of sufferings but we already even have the strength to be able to face those kinds of suffering and we can be able to count it all joy because we know he is sanctifying us through these things through us being able to say you know i'm sleepy but i'm going to read god's word as is written in that devotion i'm sleepy i'm not a good reader but i'm going to try and do my best to come out of that and be actually able to read the bible i'm not going to let the things that this body seems to have decided that that's that's how i am to master me because if god says there are things i can be able to do then i can be able to do i can be able to forgive people 70 times 70 times i can be able to turn the other cheek i can be able to do good to those who do evil to me because he has said i can be able to so yeah i hope you're good i hope you're having a good week continue having a good week we shall meet again next week.